Welcome to Responding to Life, a podcast hosted by me, Josephine Atlery. Do you ever feel like you could use some guidance when life throws you a curveball? By listening to the narratives in this podcast, you will learn from other people's experiences and responses to challenging situations so you can fast track the learning curve to get ahead in your own life. In this health, fertility, and parenting episode, I speak with Jennifer Blossom, a boy mom of two, occupational therapist, and CEO founder of Blossoming Moms, a digital wellness brand that helps overwhelmed moms simplify motherhood using healthy habits and simple strategies in order to feel great and live a life of meaning. Jennifer is also the host of the top-rated mom podcast, The Blossoming Moms Show and lives in a little fishing town with her husband and sons just south of Anchorage, Alaska. Jennifer will share her issues with infertility, overcoming anxiety, along with the overwhelming feelings that come with being a mom. Plus, she will share invaluable tips on how to simplify healthy living and motherhood. I'm so excited to share in a conversation with Jennifer as I spoke on her own podcast, and our views towards choosing positivity and the power of the mindset are so aligned. I think many of you listening will gain some great insight and encouragement from hearing how Jennifer responded to the challenges in her life with fertility issues, anxiety, and struggling with motherhood. So let's get started. Welcome to the show, Jennifer. I am so excited to speak with you today and uh, connect with you again. Friend, likewise. It is so wonderful to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I had such a wonderful time on your own podcast, The Blossoming Moms Show, talking about mindfulness and motherhood. And I can't wait to hear your story and how you responded to the various obstacles in your own life. I was looking on your site and you shared that you battled with anxiety and panic attacks and disordered eating. So why don't we start with this part of your life and the ways in which you address these issues and heal yourself? Yeah, well, thank you again for having me. And I think it's so important that we have these conversations because for us as moms and women um, in general, I feel like we we hold ourselves to these unrealistic expectations of just trying to... Um, you know, be a hundred percent all the time. And, and for me, just being like, what, what happened in my story is I just was striving and striving and striving so hard. And I was never good enough. I couldn't, you know, be who I wanted to be in my mind. I couldn't keep up. And this really led me down this path of disordered thinking, disordered eating. Um, and it was something that I could control in my life. Um, right. Like re- restricting my food, restricting, um, you know, my, my mindset. And, and, and so that led down this really harmful path of um, having, you know, being so out of control externally and forcing myself internally to grasp, grasp things I could control. And it really was an un- unhealthy rock bottom moment um, in my life, but also a beautiful, a beautiful stepping stone for a, a healing path. And, and where I am today, I feel like I had to hit that rock bottom of anxiety, anorexia, um, just really feeling out of control spiraling before I could hit that breaking point and come to a point of um, health and and vitality and and now sharing those tools with others. That's amazing. Yeah, I can, I don't know if we talked about it on your own show, but I as well battled an eating disorder in my my mid-30s that just came out of nowhere. 
And, you know, I look at it actually in retrospect as a blessing because it really allowed me to unearth all of these unresolved issues that I had that were just piling up in my life that I never resolved. And, you know, it was, it was that push that I finally needed to really take care of those feelings and take care of myself. Um, so, you know, you mentioned you hit a breaking point and it's, it's just fascinating to me to hear about the different points that people finally get to in order to decide, you know, this is enough and I need to make a change. So what was that for you? Was it a series of moments or was it like just one big moment? And then what were the steps that you took, like took back then in order to start on that road of recovery? That's such a deep question. I love it. So I had a series of moments. So for me, this really um, started to stem years ago when I was in college, just trying to figure out adulthood and everything. And so I, uh, I, I was this one defining moment um, was I was laying just flat on my back in my apartment in Boise, Idaho. And all of a sudden I felt this really tight feeling, throbbing feeling, stabbing feeling like I was having a heart attack and I was all by myself. So I was born and raised in Alaska. And so my family was here. My support was here in Alaska. I knew nobody besides, you know, just friends in Idaho. And I was laying there on the floor, grabbing my chest. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm having a heart attack. This is it. Like I'm going to be dead by myself in my apartment and no one's even going to know. And that's pretty dramatic. But in that moment, it was very scary. And so I dialed 911 on my phone. I had no idea what to do. And I was so embarrassed to hit send that I thought I was having a heart attack. I didn't do it. And I said, I'm just going to, I'm just going to die here. Obviously I didn't. And I worked through that. And in that terrifying moment, I said to myself, like, I can't do this anymore. And so thankfully it was during that time, um, that I started to really understand the human mind, the human body. And then I got, you know, went into grad school and, and was getting my doctorate in occupational therapy and really found this holistic approach to health, to wellness, to, um, to what, it, what, what it means to really take care of ourselves, body, mind, and soul, and started to work really hard on myself and just taking those baby steps forward. So for me, it started all in my mind. I was able to, um, you know, those anxiety and panic attacks continued sprinkled throughout grad school as I was working through different pressures of academia and getting married and starting to think about having kids, which was absolutely crazy to think I wanted kids in that time of like stress in that season. But really it was learning about, Hey, if I don't get a hold of my mindset, like nothing else in my life is going to change. And so it was really understanding how can I get a hold of my thoughts and start to be present in my mind. And once I started to do that, Josephine and understand my thinking affected my actions, affected my, my, my days, which ultimately affected my life. And so it was this ripple effect of, Hey, like I've got to get a a hold of this, this, this space in between my, my ears, right. This, this Mm -hmm. mindset so I can make and create healthy habits in every area of my life. And so that's where it really started was how can I get a hold of my mind? Um, And then just from there on out, building those little healthy steps day by day by day to create that sustainable life change instead of this huge drastic change at once that, that usually ends up in, you know, us back at square one. Mm-hmm. Right. I love speaking with people who have come to realize the importance of mindset because it really is, you know, this underlying base for everything. And, and once we can remember that that is one thing that we have control over. And I also teach people that it's, it's our breath and our mindset that we can control everything else really, 
you know, in our world around us, that's nothing within our power. And we have the choice to, to really take control of what we feed our mind and then how we act on those thoughts. And so I love hearing your story about how you took the steps to, to eventually work that into, into your own life to heal yourself. That's amazing, Jennifer. So you also mentioned in, as we were trying to figure out what to talk about today, that you went through infertility yourself. And many of my listeners are currently in the process of trying to conceive. And they really take comfort in hearing stories from fellow warriors like yourself. So I'd love for you if you could share with us your story about um, trying to conceive your children. Yeah, well, um, you know, I think this this is also such an important topic to to talk about, because I know from my own experience, when I was walking in what felt to be a wilderness season, um, it felt very lonely and very, very much alone. And so I would, you know, while I was in this season, I would just crave discussions like this to know that A, I wasn't alone and B, like there is hope. And so no matter where your listeners are at on, on her journey, like there, there is a story that's, that's ready to be written on, on her behalf. And I think it's so easy to feel shut down or, discouraged or frustrated. And it's totally like, okay, and normal to have those emotions, but never give up hope. Like that was a huge defining lesson in in my journeys is I, I never gave up hope. And so for me, um, we, we wanted to grow our family when I got out of grad school and it was really coming off of all of this, you know, anorexia, panic attacks, anxiety attacks. My body was really, really out of whack from all those years of high stress and Mm -hmm. not eating well and over-exercising. So I really had to take it you know, and thinking like as a healthcare provider, I'm like, Jenny, you should have known better. Like your body's so out of whack. You're not going to be able, you shouldn't be able to get pregnant right away. And I didn't. And so it took a lot of time, um, Josephine of, of working first with, um, with different professionals. So different fertility specialists for us. So learning if there was anything, you know, anatomically wrong with myself or my husband, you know, it's going through that whole journey of getting Mm -hmm. both of us checked out, tracking your cycles, looking for cysts, like just doing that whole spiel. It took us about six months to almost a year to get all of that done. And when we realized that um, our story was uh, just, and I say simple because it was a hormonal imbalance and I had to work really hard on, on the things that I could control. So things like diet, nutrition, um, not over exercising, but having a good balance of that, managing my stress, working on these things to get my body and, and my mind in the optimal, <clears throat> excuse me, an optimal state for fertility. Like those were the things that I could control. And that took me about a year, a year and a half to really understand that I can't, I can't fight against my body. I have to do all the things in my power to make it optimal for, for fertility. And then working really closely with our, with our fertility specialists and different professionals to, to get that extra help that we needed. Um, and for me on both of our pregnancies, it was just, I had very, very low progesterone. And so it was, um, you know, a round of femora and we were able to get pregnant. And I know for a lot of moms, like it's not that easy, but my hope in this message is that as you're walking through this journey, a, like keep that hope and know that like, this is your story, but also do everything in your power to really optimize your body and your mind with and for fertility. So things, like I said earlier, um, nutrition, stress, keeping your anxiety down, um, looking at a healthy bout of exercise, having good sleep hygiene, just little things that you can control and really doing your best to optimize that. That's going to really help your, your chance and your conception and your, your journey as well for, for growing your family. Thank you so much for sharing that story with us, Jennifer. You know, I love how you remind us that there are many different aspects that contribute to, to our health. And that you addressed all the different avenues in order to really prime yourself and, 
and try to manage the things that you could and then hand over the things that you couldn't to the professionals, the doctors and the nurses who are helping you out. So with, with a background with anxiety, how are you able to manage any sort of anxiety attacks that may have come up during this process to really help you level out your stress and to stay positive throughout the process? It wasn't just that a process. I think it's easy for us to think that, you know, once you have a season where you can come overcome anxiety, it never comes back. That's not true. I feel like it comes back in different seasons in different ways. And right. so for me, Josephine, it was really understanding my tendencies, my triggers and and surrendering. I remember um, it was probably after a year of thinking that we would just get pregnant right away. And we didn't with my first born Brody, who's almost two and a half to almost three now, he's over two and a half. Um, it took us two and a half years to get pregnant with him. And I remember right about the one year mark, I just broke down one night on the couch, like the real ugly cry, like real ugly cry. And yeah. was just, just blaming myself. Thank you. Cause like there was nothing wrong with my husband, like, you know, all that could not find. So I put all that pressure on me. Like it was my fault. I was doing this and that really provoked a lot of anxiety. And so really that was another defining moment of, Hey, like you, Jen, you have to release the white knuckle. Like you have to release the things that you cannot control and you have to just surrender that. And it was like this really ugly surrender of a cry, but I just, and that sounds like super wooey, but I promise like when I did that and I released that need to control that aspect of my life and just focused my time, my energy, my efforts on the things that I could control, it made the journey a a lot, way more enjoyable, be like, Hey, I can do this more positive and see, like we got pregnant in a few months after that, like coincidence, I don't know, but it was just like giving up that control and focusing like, cause my stress, right? Like your stress, it's not going to change the outcome. It's probably going to make it worse. And so release that stress, like give yourself the, the freedom to be, to be happy, to be present, to be, to be as joyful as you can, like in this moment, like embrace this gratitude for your journey, for your story and know that it's going to work out in the end, like, like it's supposed to. And so having that mindset was everything for me. That I love, I just love your outlook. I mean, because that is, it's so true about letting go of things. You know, what I found with, with uh, the therapy that I did for my bulimia back in, you know, like a decade ago, actually was through cognitive behavioral therapy, which really for those that don't know, I ended up doing a lot of self-talk, which is what it sounded like your process was because you were just talking to yourself internally of like, okay, what are these thoughts that are coming in? I'm blaming myself for all of this. I'm holding on to all of these um, negativities and, and then talking yourself through it almost as if you were talking to someone else off of like a proverb, proverbial ledge. And and then trying to say the words that will shift you into a state of being able to let go, a state of switching over from negativity to positivity. And so to this day, now it's just become almost like a part of me. I don't even really think about it, this this self-talk that I have in my head. And then to a point where on some days it, I even just bypass the self-talk. It now just shifts over into that positive sort of state, like I've made that choice already so quickly in my mind not to go down that, that path. Right. Right. Well, from a neurological, like a scientific, super nerdy perspective, you know, our thoughts become these pathways in our brain. And that sounds mm -hmm. super scientific, but it's true. Like these, these neurons, like they, 
um, that connect and communicate to each other, like what you think that that becomes your reality essentially. And so mm-hmm. I know it sounds like really wooey, but there is so much power in your mind. And so having our listeners understand that on a scientific level, like literally what you think it creates those pathways that those connections that it, it becomes your new reality. And that's how powerful your mind and your mindset is. And I love that you have such a heart for that because it's so important for our listeners to know that like what you think becomes your actions become your days become your life. And that is, that is the truth of how much that power we, we carry on a regular basis with, within our mind. Yes, absolutely. And, and I love being able to share like the scientific part of it without getting too You're nerdy. nerdy about it, but it's true. And that's actually how I approach when I'm teaching meditation to someone who's on the fence about it is that that creation of that neural pathway. It's like when you think about practicing an instrument or a sport, you have to keep practicing it. And when you're practicing, what's happening is that you're really building upon and strengthening that pathway in your brain so that it becomes all the more easier and then you just grow it. And so that's what's happening when you're learning how to breathe in meditation or when you're trying to shift into a positive mindset. Those are all different things that you're creating in your brain. And so it all just takes practice. And I, well, I love the amazing journey you've been on. And with the the guests that I have on my show, I invite them because they exemplify how they've taken their adversities in life and have faced it and responded to them in a positive and mindful way for themselves, but now for those that they help. Your brand, Blossoming Moms, is a brand that focuses on curating a more simplified and holistic mind, body, soul approach to women's health and motherhood. And this sounds this sounds right up my alley and my listeners' alley. I would love for you to share more about your mission and how this plays out for your clients. Absolutely. Well, you hit it really right on the head there. We we are this holistic approach, holistic um, mindset and outlook for for moms. I feel like, and for women in general, I feel like in today's society, today's culture, there is such this busyness message, this, this message to be doing all the things all the time to be going and going and going. And what's happening is that we are living in this chronic state of overwhelm, this chronic state of survival mode. And oftentimes moms and women, they don't even know they're living that because it's our new normal. And so my heart, my hope, my mission is to, to reach moms, to reach women right where they're at right now. This, this I'm hardly getting by attitude of day by day, or I'm just going through the motions to get by day after day after day. And the thing is that there's so much more to life than that. And my hope is that we can get into the hearts and the homes of all of these women and help them really see that when you learn how to simplify your mind, when you learn how to simplify your day-to-day actions by learning simple, healthy habits and systems for your life, it opens up this ability for you to be present, for you to be the happiest, healthiest, highest version of yourself. So you can create a life that is fulfilling and of meaning. And I believe that we are truly meant to live that way and not just go through the most. And when you when you can learn how to live that way, um, both mentally and physically and spiritually, it not only affects the way that you show up for yourself and for your life, but it has a ripple effect on everybody around you, your partner, your children, your workplace, your community. And that's how we begin to change the world. It starts with you, with, with your heart, with your mindset within your home. And then we have that ripple effect on those around us. And that is like a super dramatic um, and bold thing to say, but I am so passionate and so fired up about it. And we are just, just you know, on this mission to to create that change. 
I think, you know, that just resonates with me because before all of this with, you know, teaching meditation, I re- I totally was that overwhelmed person. And the idea of stopping and meditating just seemed counterintuitive because of all the things that I had to do with the five kids and trying to work. And it just seemed like there was no way to just stop and simplify things that it just, you know, you were like this rabbit hole and it just kept spiraling and spiraling and there was no end in sight. But I love that if you can just take a pause, which is what I love to tell people is take a pause and really step back and allow yourself to look at what's happening. Then you can come from a more, from a more mindful perspective with more clarity. And then you can approach things and decide what's important and and that's a great way of starting to simplify your own life. And then you'll start to really see what things need to be taken care of and then go from there. And so on your site, Jennifer, you mentioned that there's group coaching. You offer events for your clients and to help them, you know, get past being overwhelmed and to live these healthy, healthy and meaningful lives. Uh, if you could just go into something that uh, one could expect if they were to work with you. I'd love to hear about that. Yeah, well, thank you. We, um, our heart and our message across all of our programs and resources and services is to really meet you where you're at in your season and to help you simplify your habits, to help you simplify your mindset and to create this fruitful life. Like you have to get to the root before you can create this, this, this fruit that you want to live with. And so really we offer a, a variety of services and resources ranging from pregnancy prep to postpartum and really the whole motherhood gamut. And so, um, yeah, if if you just come onto our website, so blossomingmoms.co.co, you'll see what season you're at in motherhood and how we can meet you where you're at and help simplify your day-to-day life, your day-to-day habits, and create these long-lasting, sustaining habits that are meaningful and customizable for you that are going to help you just thrive and not just survive in your day-to-day, but really thriving with your mind, with your actions, with your heart, with your home, um, and your everyday life. That's wonderful, Jennifer. You know, it's my mission to constantly support other women in business and in life and also empower women who are making such a big difference and who are trying to just live life to the fullest. So I appreciate all the work that you do. And I know you're, you know, have such a wealth of knowledge. I could keep speaking with you uh, for much longer, but I'd love for you, but before we end the show, if you could share with us just one recommendation, one takeaway that the listeners can do in order to respond to life in a more mindful and positive way. Yeah, I love that. My take home message would be this is it's not about adding more and doing more and trying to keep up and be, be more, be busy, all of that. It's about learning what the essentials are in your life. And when you can focus and and shift your focus on the priorities of your life, those essentials and get rid of all the other distractions, commitments, things that you think you should be doing, but are causing you more stress and to be stretched way too thin in your life, get rid of all those distractions and focus your time, focus your energy, focus your efforts and your attitude on what's most important, what's 
what's most meaningful for you and for your season, for your family right now. When you can get rid of the extras and focus in, that's going to help catapult you into this season of, of simplicity, into this season of meaning, into this season of fulfillment for you and for your life. And so we first have to get our focus right on what's most important and meaningful for our families. And then we can begin to build out those healthy habits in our mind, um, in our motherhood, in our days, and in our day-to-day life. That's such a fantastic tip. Thank you so much for sharing that with the listeners. And I always like to shift into positivity at the end of anything. So the end of my kid's day, at the end of this podcast, I'd love for you to share with us a gratitude that you have for today. I am so thankful to to be alive. I think we are right in the middle of just this crazy year with everything going on and the pandemic. And oftentimes when we are going through a, a hard time, um, personally, as um, as a country, as a world, it's easy to forget all of the things that we are grateful for, all the blessings that we do have in our life, despite the circumstances. And so today, just a, a great gratitude reminder to take a step back and to, to even though we're all feeling just the, the external chaos, go inwards, find that internal peace. Like, what are you grateful for today? Like you're, you're alive, you're breathing, you've got a roof over your head. You've, you've got all of these things that sometimes we forget to be thankful for. And so really find those pieces that you are thankful for amidst the, the external storm we're walking through. And when you can find that light, it's going to shine not only in your own heart, but also to those around you. Wonderful. I love your gratitude. And so in the spirit of giving and receiving, I'd love if you could share once again, how we can connect with you on your website, social media. Thank you. And thank you for having me, Josephine. Your, your work with women, with moms, your messaging, just, it's so amazing. So incredible. And I just want to applaud and recognize too, what you're doing. Um, We need you in the world. And so thank you for, for being here, for, for showing up and serving. And thank you for having me. Uh, You can find me on social media. I am at blossomingmoms.co.co and then at our website, blossomingmoms.co as well. Wonderful. It's always a pleasure speaking with you, Jennifer. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you, Josephine, and likewise. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode with Jennifer. I always love the opportunity to speak with phenomenal women in the wellness, fertility, and parenting space who are helping to educate others on how to choose positivity and create a life of meaning. I encourage you to try out the advice that Jennifer shared with us at the end of the show to stop the overwhelm and just simplify. Be sure to check her out on her website for more motivation and inspiration. As a reminder, I offer general fertility and parenting specific meditation sessions and workshops that you can book on my website, jayatlurie.com. In addition, please be sure to check out the free video meditations that I have on the site and sign up for that monthly newsletter that includes a free download on my website and you'll receive monthly wellness tips and deals. Thank you for listening to Responding to Life, a podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like to receive a bi-monthly newsletter with an exclusive and free video meditation, along with wellness tips and deals, please go to www.respondingtolifepodcast.com and sign up for the newsletter by entering your email address in the pop-up box. In there, you'll also learn my seven-step process on how to meditate like a pro so you can stress less and live more joyfully. 
If you enjoyed the show, I invite you to share it with your friends and leave a rating and review on whatever podcast outlet you use. I look forward to sharing another inspirational story with you real soon.